Thanks. <coughs> All right. So, uh, welcome to the line. I'm Thank here you. with, I'm going to try to not put your name, A Aria? Aria. Aria. Yes. Aria. And uh, you're with Plateau Excavating? Yes. Okay. So, welcome yes. to the line. Thank you. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. Well, it's, it's my pleasure. Um, so, we're here on location. Um, it's funny, the first time that you saw me was at Dirt World. Yeah. And uh, we're here doing another podcast in the middle of some real chaos. Yes. <laughs> yes. I remember you guys were set up in the lobby there. Yeah. You, like, had the whole setup, just a table in the lobby. Yeah. That was, I was, I was told by our creative director that that was happening in the moment, okay. like five minutes before. So, okay. it was very, uh, um, there is, there are no drinks here. There's no bar on the floor here. No. So, there, there was there. Yes. But, yeah. 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 You were right next to the bar there. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the only way that they could get me to do it because <laughs> yeah. I was so nervous. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so what are, what, I want to just ask you here, uh, well, can you, for those that are listening, tell us where we are and what you're doing here. Why are you and I sitting here right now with, with what's going on around us? Yeah. So this is the um, Construction Ready uh, Career Expo. Yeah. It's also the state level of the Georgia competitions. Um, so it's really cool to see these students, you know, be excited about this industry. Um, and there's so many different outlets here. You have the worlds. So world of heavy equipment is what Plateau is in, okay. or what we're in. Um, but you know, you have welders here and welding competitions and there's plumbing and you know, all of these different things. So um, this is the state, state competition and the students who compete here will move to the national level which usually takes place in June. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the national level here, um, this is a pretty big facility. Yes. I, I believe that I heard that the national is going to be here in June. Yes. Uh, at this facility, and right now we're only taking up a, a wing of the facility, mm -hmm. but in June they take the entire facility. Yes. That's yes. crazy. Yes. Yeah. That's, wow. Yeah. So um, we're going to come back to some of that, and I want to talk about, you know, why your company is here okay. and why you're making that investment. But for those who are listening, let's just talk a little bit about who you are and how did you get here? Because don't, don't take this wrong, but um, you're not the typical person yeah. that we see in the heavy equipment industry. Yeah. Um, you know, dirt world, you don't really ever yeah. see a 5'4 bond going on site, but <laughs> here I am. Um so this industry, this you know, construction in general, blue collar industry is near and dear to my heart. I actually grew up in this industry and we've talked about this yeah. some, but um, I grew up on Friday nights going to a concrete plant and sliding down a sand pile um, when my dad was dispatching. Come on. Uh, and so just having you know, that kind of background and I was proud of what my dad did. He'd bring yeah. concrete trucks to my school and I thought my dad, you know, I thought it was the coolest thing in the entire world. Everyone's posing, taking pictures with a concrete truck. And look, you know, over 30 years later, I'm here and students <laughs> are posing in front of a haul truck that I have. Come on, that's and pretty so awesome. And so it's kind of, you know, a full circle moment for me. Yeah. Um, I went to school for marketing. Um, I honestly did not ever think that I would be in this industry for marketing. Um, because I do think blue collar in general kind of had a slow start yeah. to bring marketing people on board. Uh, uh, I would agree. Yes. I, I think, <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit because, yeah, they, 
I think blue collar is still pretty slow to bring yes. marketing people on board. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I had this extensive background in marketing, a variety of industries from skincare to IT and app development, all the things. Um, and it was actually this time last year, so February of last year, I wasn't actively looking for a job, um, but we had met some of the um, VPs, things like that at Plateau, uh, actually on a, a Braves outing. So my husband also is in the industry and we just happened to meet these people and kind of hit it off. And uh, long story short, they were in a meeting and they had just talked to CW Matthews and saw how their marketing was helping with hiring. Yeah. Um, and how their marketing person had just started and social media and uh, Dan Garcia was talking to Brad Carroll how you know they have X amount of applicants from Instagram and stuff. So yeah. anyways, Brad was like guys I think we need marketing Does anyone know anyone who does marketing because in this industry once again, it's a big culture fit Oh, yeah, you know, it's not your standard marketing that, no. and so um, they're like I think Aria does marketing that we met um, she's, she knows the industry. She's been in it. <laughs> and so next thing I know, I was called by Brad, brought in a week later, and literally had the job <laughs> that day walking out. Wow. Um, but just talking to him, I, I fell in love with the culture. Like, I could tell the culture of this company was amazing. The people were amazing. The content was there. How do I get it out there? Yeah. Um, and so really, you know, for me, my role, my job is getting the content, the work that we do, um, the people that we have out there uh, to attract this next generation, but also to show appreciation to our employees. Yeah. Um, and so that's a big thing too, is, you know, it's not your standard marketing where you're trying to get- uh, It's not just about the client, it's not no, just about- No, it's not about sales or the client. We talked about that a little bit yesterday, just, and, it, and I mean, I think this is where you're going, but the appreciation aspect. Yes. Talk yes. about that. Yeah. So, you know, it's we launched like an anniversary yeah. program where it's hard hat stickers. So yeah. every month I get a list. We have like 1,200 employees and I get a list every month of who's celebrating their anniversary, whether it's one year, five years, 30 years. Um, wow. And it, we acknowledge it in our monthly newsletter. And then I send a little hard hat sticker that says five years at Plateau or whatever it is. And people are proud to put that yeah. on their hard hat. I mean... If you've been here for 30 years, you know, you should be proud of that. If you've been here for one year, you should be proud of that. Absolutely. So um, celebrating that, the work anniversaries. Um, I think I talked a little bit about this with you as well, but we were spread out across the Southeast. You know, we have a Florida office and our Georgia office, but we have projects all over. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of times the people that are in Florida never even meet in person Right. The people that are in Charlotte, North Carolina, you know, and so marketing has also helped kind of intertwine our company internally where people are learning more about each other. So you're even connecting your company internally through marketing. Yes. That that wouldn't normally be connected and they'd be disconnected from the culture and who you are. I think that's the other thing about marketing in in the construction and the trade space whether it's the dirt world, whether it's the trade world, whatever it is, how it, because in construction, a lot of people don't realize you, your office might be based here and you might never be there. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you're out in the field doing the work to build things and, and people don't just build buildings 
or facilities around your office. Right, no, not at all. And so you're using, and I think this is an important thing uh, to, to reference, you're using marketing to communicate culture yes, and to connect people and then to shine a light on these are the men and women that do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I find it really interesting that there's concrete underneath our feet right now. Yeah. yeah. And you're here living out your dad's legacy. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's where I think in this, in this industry, that marketing piece that you, you talk about, it really has to be people who really care mm-hmm. about the blue collar person, the people that are out there doing the work. Yes. Because it's not just about attracting, you know, uh, the, the client. It's, it's about shining a light on the work that they do yeah. and communicating that to everyone. For sure. And I, that's funny you say that about, you know, blue collar. I was actually talking to someone about this the other day that I think blue collar is probably the number one industry that is so proud of the work that they do that they will rep their logo on yeah. the back of their truck, on their hat, on my yeah. jacket. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, what, you know, let's just say like a medical sales rep, are they repping their company's name yeah. like with a license plate on the front of their truck? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, I mean, even right now at our table, you know, people are like, oh, can I have a hat? Can I have a hat? I want to rep a hat. And I've been to a Georgia Tech career fair we did back in September. Um, we followed up and did a luncheon that they had uh, last month, and someone was rocking a plateau hat around campus. And Come it's on. like, you know, stuff like that, you don't really see other than the blue-collar industry. No, you, you don't. And I think it's because, you know, we're, we're here at Construction Ready and Skills USA. <laughs> and, you know, the team competition is going to start here soon. Yeah. And it's like, I, I really think that this is really interesting about the blue collar space and, and the trades is none of us can do this without the other. Yeah, for sure. Like there's concrete here, but there's also electrical wires and conduit yeah. under the concrete. The the earth had to be moved and set up yeah. for the building to be built on. Yeah. Like all of us have to build together. We can't do it by ourselves. And I think that's part of why there's such this team mentality of working together yeah. in our industry. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the, the coolest things that ever happened to me as a, as a boss and an owner was a few years ago, I had a, a, an employee come to me and he'd be like, hey, I, I want another sweatshirt. And I'm like, we just, we just gave out sweatshirts. And he's like, yeah, but I want to buy a, a, a nice time sweatshirt. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, when I get out with my wife on the weekends, I want to have a company yeah. sweatshirt that I don't wear to work that's for nice times. And I'm yeah. like, you want to go out with your wife and rep our company? Yep. And it's like, honestly, I felt that moving. And I think, you know, not every company do employees want to rep. Yeah. But if you express and invest in culture and building people and show that you care, yeah. then they absolutely yeah. want to wear your brand. Yes. We yeah. have, I have the same thing. People ask for polos to wear on the weekend, like nice polos <laughs> with plateau or to church or yeah. whatever it is. It's like they want, they want to rep the brand. But you know, that culture and that family feel that people are proud to, to My wife it. will not let me wear the brand of church. She <laughs> yeah, will not do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. So we reached that point where I want to ask you a question. Yes. I give you a little heads up here. Okay. But what is a piece of gear or a tool, you can pick one or the other, that Aria can just not live without? Yeah. Okay, so for me in marketing, I have to say it's my phone. Okay. I mean, when I started, um, 
with Plateau. I didn't have the fancy camera. Yeah. I was on a job site with just a phone. Like the first reels you'll see are my phone recording it on a job site. So for me, it's my phone. It's how I engage on social media. It's how I in interact. Um, a lot of even like the editing and stuff that I do is on my phone. I'm out and about on the go. So um, definitely a phone, which yeah. sounds very like first world problems, but marketing, getting the word out there, yeah. you know, I need a phone. <laughs> well, and, and I, I got to give you props because from our creative team here this weekend, um, you've been sharing and posting yeah. and you, you definitely get it. And yeah. So that's... I know there'll be times where I'm bad at night at like, you know, kids go sleep, whatever. And then I'm over there and my husband's like, are you, are you like watching excavator videos? I'm like, shh, I'm editing these for tomorrow, you know, <laughs> like, but it, it, you know, phones, it's, it's amazing the capabilities they have Yeah. and the work it's, it's a, it's a mini computer, you know? Yeah. And so for me, it's like, I can't live without it. Yeah. Um, so, so tell me about, you know, we're here at construction ready and skills USA. Why is Plateau making the investment to be here? Mm -hmm. what you, yeah. So it's all about this next generation. You know, once again, it's it's less about just having our name out there to try and get new clients or business. It's about making this next generation excited about the industry. Yeah. Investing in them, investing um, just in propping up the industry. I think, you know, I don't know, maybe because I grew up in it, I've always had respect for this industry, but I don't think a lot of people, you know, have as much respect for the trades. They think you need to go directly to college, no matter what, out of high school. And for, I think it's, it's so important to educate students, parents, and teachers that there's so many different routes you can go um, without having to go to college. Uh, I actually, you know, have started these uh, spotlight features of our, we, I call them plateau people. And our superintendents, some of them who have been, you know, with a company for 40 years, who are managing six to 10 crews, who are making good money and yeah. success for themselves, started with a shovel in their hand. Yeah. And so I think that's important for kids to see, you know, and be able to talk to us that, you know, yes, you can, you can start as a pipe layer and you're, you work your way up to a leader in the company managing seven crews. Yeah. But I also think it's important to talk to them. There's different routes you can go. I mean, we have uh, field technicians and shop technicians. So, you know, for us, heavy equipment, it's not just operating excavators. There's so many different things that go into site work. Um, so that's cool just to be able to explain, you know, more about our, our, the roles that you know within plateau and just in the dirt industry in, in general well and you guys i mean i just was looking at some stats here that i have first of all plateau is not a small company <laughs> no. um and uh i think i read that you're you're in the the top five excavators in, in your geographic area uh, maybe, yeah maybe higher than that even yeah i think i know in the southeast we're pretty up there i think yeah. it was like the the third contractor okay. in something. So the third. Or and you guys, so the other day was setup day. Um, they showed up in force. <laughs> yeah. um, some of the biggest equipment in here <laughs> is by them. And, you know, that the, the dirt world has a real edge and in a good way mm -hmm. to promote because. Go big or go home. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like 
But it's not lost on me, the investment yeah. to haul that equipment here, yeah. to bring it here, and then to have your people here, because mm -hmm. uh, you guys are all getting paid by your company, I assume, to be here. You're not just, you know, and it's like the company is making that investment for them to be here and to talk with all of these students. I mean, literally, there's this main, you know, main boulevard here where kids yeah. are just walking by us, asking questions about, hey, what do you do? Yeah. What is this? And it's like, um, that's really cool about what's going on here. And one that you guys have the, the vision mm -hmm. to see that investment. You're literally, and, and this is the thing that I think makes it so exciting. Your, your company is investing in the legacy that your dad started in you. Yeah. And you're continuing then to pass that legacy on to the next generation. Mm -hmm. One of the big things that that I've realized is, you know, I was blessed to grow up in a blue collar family and, mm -hmm. and have a dad tell me that, you know, you should learn a trade. Not, not saying don't go to college, he said, but you should learn a trade. And I've realized now being an employer and working with people, not everyone was blessed to have that. Yeah. And that's where those of us who are in the trades, we need to step up and we need to share that with people. Yeah. Like I saw what my dad did. Mm -hmm. I saw the work that he did and I was exposed to it. That's the other thing about what we do. I've had so many kids walking up to us here asking, well, how do I get into this industry? Yeah. How do I get into that? And it's like, for me, it was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna call my dad and he knows, you know, Someone. 16 different yeah. people. And so that's some of what you guys are here promoting. Yeah. And thank you. Well, and I will say, you know, Plateau started as a family company. So Greg Rogers founded the company um, over 41 years ago and it's, Funny, you know, he sold it, um, I think he sold it in like six years ago or whatever it was, but his daughter and son still work for Plateau. Really? So his daughter is an estimator and his son wow. is an assistant project manager. And so he sold the company, he's no longer, you know, here at Plateau, he started it. Um, it sold, you know, to Sterling, so we're like a publicly traded company now. But his it just goes to show if your daughter and son are still working at a yeah. company that you sold, you know, that that culture and that bond to that company is a lot. And yeah. we see that um, like uh, among superintendents. I, I uh, did an interview two weeks ago with a superintendent. His both of his sons work at Plateau. One's a safety manager, one's um, a foreman. His brother-in-law works at Plateau. He's a superintendent. His soon-to-be son-in-law just started at Plateau, and it's like, once again, if you want, if you want your family to come work at a company, that means you like the company, you know? Yeah. And someone said that to me, and it's, you know, would you want your kids to work here? Because if you don't want your kids to work here, then something you're Absolutely. saying something wrong, you know, Absolutely. culture or something wrong. So if you want your kids to work here, then you know you're doing something right. So. Let's just, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. I wanna drill down on that. Because in, in lifting the view of the skilled trades, it's not something that we do alone. Mm -hmm. You know, Blackline can't do it alone. Plateau can't do it alone. But when we're talking about culture like this and people who, you know, their kids are still there and they don't own the company anymore. People, you know, they're the superintendents that they want their kid to work there yeah. or they're into that. What is that culture piece, that Plateau, is investing in and promoting. What is it, what is that in your culture? Because I think it's important if we, we wanna talk about this stuff mm -hmm. so that if, if you own a company or you're building a company or you work in a company 
and you want that culture, what is it that Plateau is doing? Because we want to share that with other people that yeah. they can do it as well. Yeah. So I think a lot goes into it. Obviously, it's, especially with our industry, you know, a high focus on safety. We want to make sure our people are safe, like a safe and sound yeah. approach, trainings. Like you want your people to go home to their family at night. Absolutely. So safety is probably first and foremost the number one thing to our culture. It's being safe. Um, the other thing I would say, it's, it's just a culture, no matter if you're a senior vice president or the CEO or CFO or uh, foreman, everyone is willing to help each other. Yeah. And I think that that says it, it comes, you know, from the top of the leadership. They're willing to be out in the field helping. They, they're the ones that I think are setting the standard that they're out in the field, they're trying to help, they're trying to solve problems. You know, they're not just like hiding in a comfy office or chair. Right. And so creating that culture that no matter who you are, no matter what role you have, like you're willing to help each other. I mean, today, yeah. you know, it's me, I'm marketing, so obviously I would be here at this expo. Right. But we have two judges here pulled from projects, superintendents judging the investment. competition. That's an investment, especially here in Georgia when it's been raining the last three weeks and we finally have sunny days and I'm like uh, <laughs> and you're inside a sorry, convention center. <laughs> you're working you're judging when you probably should be on site because it's yeah. finally sunny yeah. but they they're excited about it and they want yeah. to help and they want to help the brand and me and they're you know they're willing to step in so I think you know it's everyone that I talk to and myself included we say it's a family feel and why is it a plant family feel when we're all spread out and it's you know extended family it's because we want to help each other. Um, everyone works hard. Everyone kind of has this like driven mentality and you know, it's it's hard work. The industry is, it's yeah. very hard work. I mean. Well, I think you, you t well, I, I've been saying this a lot on the, on the podcast here. Um, you know, if you're, if you're looking to get into construction and you don't like hard work, it's not for you. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's not because it is just hard. Mm -hmm. It is really hard. I think the thing that I heard you say that I want to just highlight here is in that culture piece, when you were talking about, you know, your founders and the company and then even transitioning to the managers of the company, talking about their willingness, one, to collaborate, work together mm -hmm. and and to invest in other people. Yeah. Like for, for your people as a team within your organization to be like, all right, well, let's figure out this problem. Let's work on it together. It's, it's like your culture and your team is this team of investing in each other. 100%. And when people are invested in, then it makes you want to invest in other people because yes. someone invested in you. Exactly. And that's really what we need to do in the, in the trades industry is we need to invest in people because the truth of it is we haven't done a great job of that over the past 50 years. Yeah. And... Now we're, we're starting to see companies like yours who are making investments in culture. And in, and the reason is, I think, innocent enough, we're like, well, we're doing good work, we're getting paid, we're getting the job done, and we take the people part out mm -hmm. of business. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, we poured the concrete and it meets spec. But what happened to those people while we were doing that? Yeah. You know, what, what happened, and it's like, but if we're there and we're willing to invest in people, and you have people here, and like, I love it when companies put their money where their mouth is. Mm -hmm. Like if you're in construction, you, re you recognize if it's been raining for a couple of weeks and now you have you know, sunny weather, yeah. that is an investment for those guys to be here. Yes. 
Yeah. And I mean, I, I believe that when we invest in culture like that and we invest in people, it's a multiplying effect. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're seeing. Yeah. And there are, there are thousands of kids here that are desperate to be invested in. Yes. And, yes. and I, you can see it. Yes. Yes. So. And I think what's, it's cool and even talking to some of these kids and students and like the investment plateau like the opportunities you know like I said are endless in the different routes you can go but even a like I know a safety manager the over the last couple of years has decided like he really enjoys talking to the estimators and seeing their work and doing it and now he he's on the estimating team yeah. and is like working his way up to be like an, an official estimator for plateau so it's investment in people but also you know listening to each other oh i agree and and I respecting agree. each other and yeah. so you know everyone has that respect for each other like i said no matter the role and honestly when i first started i was a little nervous yeah because i'm like one there's never been anyone in marketing before i'm about to walk on a job site and <laughs> like i don't want to slow a job site down but i'm like you know I'm here to take pictures, you know, and it's like they, that's, <laughs> half of these people probably don't have social media. Let's yes. be honest, like yes. the superintendents and stuff. And so I was like kind of holding my breath. And then I walk out on a job site and it's like, shake my hand. Welcome the Plateau family. How can we help you? And literally, no matter what job site I go on, no matter what crew it is, I'll get there and someone doesn't do it because I ask, literally drops whatever to drive me around on the buggy and show me this the certain spots like you have to see this cool col uh, culvert yeah. pipe being put in and you got to see this you got to see that and it's just leads back to the pride of the company but once again just you know wanting to help each other and yeah. so that I, I really appreciate that I appreciate you you know being here and having this conversation with me you know you, you mentioned that you know you're out there and I think I, I saw a meme maybe it's not a meme so I'm I'm one of those guys I recent until until like a year and a half ago or a year ago, I, mm -hmm. I didn't have social media either. Yeah. <laughs> now but, you have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Mike and I, I would never would have guessed that I'm sitting would be sitting here doing this. But what I what I've realized is, um, I I believe that people have value, mm -hmm. and I was blessed to have mentors in the trade to teach me. Mm -hmm. Not just my father. My father was a carpenter by trade, and I was an electrician, um, and so other people had to take the time to teach me. And I've seen that investment, and they treated me like I mattered. Mm -hmm. And I believe that one of the things that marketing in, in the blue-collar world, and I'm learning this because I'm stepping back and being more aware of uh, the way that I view things. And in, the, in, in our world, there is a stigma of, oh, yeah, we don't do that. Yeah. You yeah. know, there is a stigma. And, and it's like, that's where the eyes are. Yeah. Like, all of these kids that are walking by, um, all of these kids that are walking by, they totally all have social media. Oh, yeah. That's where their eyes are. That's yes. where they're looking. Yeah. You know, while some of the, the tradespeople and whatnot that are here, they don't, the next generation does. Yeah. And so that means if, if you're one of those older people, like myself, I'm not that old, but... <laughs> If, if you're not out there, I, I get it that maybe you're like, well, what's it for? But there's purpose in it, just like a screwdriver, just like a, mm -hmm. a pair of pliers or or your phone. Like, that's a tool. Yeah. And it's so easy. We all have it. And it's just a matter of posting, hey, this is what we do. This is who we are. And even if you don't want your own, 
creating something so you can reshare to people and building a network so that people can see it. We can reach so much farther exactly. if we invest in that. Yes, yes. And I've actually had people at my company like, I want to help you and share. I don't have social media. Can you help me create an account? You know, it's wow. like <laughs> at that level too, where they're willing to now have an account just to share, you know, That's plateaus awesome. items. And, you know, one year ago, having no social media at all, now our, our Instagram has over 10,000 followers. And people wow. are like, how did you do it? Or what's the success of that? And it's literally our people sharing yeah. it and commenting. And they're yeah. proud. You know, if we have a safety awards lunch and I'll post um, you know, a foreman or whatever with his award, the majority of the shares are his family members. And they're like, way to go, yeah. uncle, or way to go, dad, or way to go, mom. You know, it's like... People are proud to share, and and they and, should be. Yeah, and they so absolutely should be. It's it's getting, it's just showcasing your people and showcasing what you do, and yeah. I, I think it goes back to you know in the in the beginning you were talking about your dad and he would come to the school with yeah. a concrete truck, and you're watching him there promote what he does, and you you said this you were proud. Yeah, and it's like, well now there is a tool, where you can communicate that pride in a positive way to other people and show what it is that we're doing. Exactly. Show the work that, that nobody could really see unless he drove that truck there or, or he did this yes. or he did that. Like when we share even posts from this event and, and when we post this podcast, people that aren't here are going to get to see some of what happened here. Yes, exactly. And that's what we need to do. We need to, we need to continue to be building together because this is something, there, there's an old, uh, like I think it's an old Kenyan proverb that says, you know, you can go really fast alone, but you can go really far when you go together. For sure, yeah. And that's what I want to do. Blackline wants to come alongside you guys at Plateau. Yeah. We want to come alongside the industry, and we want to go far. Yes. Yeah. Because, listen, we're not going away. Mm -hmm. All the the data centers, all the buildings, all the things that you like. Yeah operate on what the trade world does yes. they operate on the skilled trades yes and so that matters a lot yes. that we continue that investment yeah so i talked with you a little bit about this earlier and we've reached the point where it's like i want to ask you a, a couple of more questions okay. uh, we're at the place where I, I like to talk about the mistakes yes and motivation mm -hmm. and so one of the big things that, that I believe in construction, a lot of what I have learned, if not all, has been from mistakes that I have made mm -hmm. and things that, that I did wrong. And I personally believe that a mistake is not a failure. It only becomes a failure if you give up. Yeah. If, you, if you decide, you know what, I made that mistake. It's too embarrassing. It's too horrible. I just can't. I quit. Yeah. It's only a failure if you quit. If you don't quit then a mistake is just another step in learning and growing. And yeah. so I want to ask you, what is a mistake that you have made that might that you've learned from that you're willing to share with us? Yes. So this mistake actually piggybacks on the tool that I need, so my phone. So it was probably the second time I ever was out on a job site, and um, it was freezing that morning. We met at like sunrise, I actually met Aaron Witt with Build Witt out on the job site. He's a pretty cool dude. He is. Yeah. And so. I, I have to step back because I'm a northern boy. Yeah. And you said freezing. And so I want to know, is that like <laughs> below yeah. the Mason-Dixon um, line freezing? Yes. Or is that like, you know, 10 degrees freezing? Like I'm so. freezing in here right now. So 
it's like 30 degrees freezing. Okay. Yes. Um, and so we're, we're out on the job site and um, I, you know, just was wearing a little jacket with my hard, or my hard hat and my vest. And once again, talking about the, the family of Plateau, one of the superintendents out there was like, you can wear my high-vis jacket. It was a 2XL. <laughs> I'm 5'4". Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, thank you. So it was um, like a blanket. Yes. Yeah. So it went down, and there's a picture of it, of me in it that Buildwit took. I'm like, I will never post this because I look like a child. But it's Aaron, past- if you send it to me, <laughs> yeah. I'll post it. So it's past my knees. Um, and so I'm out there on site, and I had my phone in the pocket. So I was going to, I was climbing up this uh 777, 777, the biggest cat truck we had out there. Wow. And I'm like, I get to ride on this sick truck. Like, yeah. My second day on the job site. <laughs> like, look at me. I'm so cool. Like, That's awesome. I'm amazing. Whatever. And so I'm climbing up, and um, the guy of the truck, they call him Mr. Clean because he keeps his truck so squeaky clean. And so they're like, you'll have a great experience riding with him. He takes care of his truck. Like, he'll personally spray paint it and do things like if there's any kind of like wow. by at the end of every day and then at the start of every morning he's out there cleaning it so wow. so mr clean i rode around with him anyways i get in his truck and get try to pull my phone out because like i said when i first started i didn't have a fancy camera it was just my phone and i was like where oh no where's my phone and he started going he looked and he was like oh it's a taco now <laughs> <laughs> Literally fell out of my pocket as I'm climbing up the truck of my 2XL jacket, smushed, like the truck ran it over, oh shattered. Like this is my second week on the job. Wow. And I didn't have anything to take content footage of this amazing ride with Mr. Which Clay. was your job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like, you know, I'm already a little nervous about starting the marketing. And so I'm like, I get down and I, I find my phone. It was completely shattered i take it to our it guy so embarrassed yeah and i'm like um i shattered my phone on site and he laughed he's like honestly this happens more than you think <laughs> i would and think I'm in like, the dirt world it does yes yeah. and so i'm like okay anyways so i'm like all right you know what i have to be better prepared so it's like I, my mistake you know that was yeah. my mistake one i should always in my car I have a duffel bag of clothes because in Georgia, yeah. you never know the weather. I've so, learned that yes, over the past week. you do not know. So yeah. I have sweatshirts and jackets and high-vis, literally a duffel bag in my car, all yeah. kinds of stuff. Um, and then also a strap if I'm climbing equipment for my yeah. phone so it doesn't slide out. And it's, it sounds silly, you know, because it's like, in the, you know, uh, it, it, it's a mistake. It shattered my phone, which that was how I was getting content. But right. it's, it's, I think it could you know, correlate to any role. It's like, be prepared. Be prepared. And Absolutely. whatever it is, whatever the day, what, if it's weather, you know, yeah. I think weather in this industry plays a role in everyone's, you know, day to day. But it's, it's just being prepared and, you know, not getting too ahead of yourself. Like, yeah. I got so excited and thinking I'm so cool and reality really hit yeah. me when it ran over my phone. And it's yeah. like, you know, you need to slow down and prepare for the day and like, almost a reality check and so since then it's like no matter what i feel like i'm making sure i'm prepared for the day and i think you know that could help with any role you know the army has a phrase they say uh let me see if i get it right here slow is smooth and smooth 
is fast. Yeah. And it's like, um, and being prepared in that way and what you're talking about, I, I mean, I could tell you, and I, and I won't just for the sake of time, but I've learned some of the same things and I have a go bag in my truck. Yeah. I always, you know, I have high vis. I have, I actually have a hard hat and a vest in, in each of my vehicles yeah. because sometimes I'm driving and I get a call and it's like, hey, we want you to come to this job. And yeah. There are jobs where if I don't have a hard hat, I can't go exactly, there. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't want to wear someone else's hard hat. That's not my thing. <laughs> yeah. So I also keep yeah. boots in my car. Like yeah. Different boots. Yeah. It's like, you know, you never know if you're throw on these boots and need to go out into a job site, whatever it is. So yeah. um, just having that and snacks. And snacks. You need snacks. <laughs> you don't want to be hangry on a job site. That's true. So. That's true. I was hangry the other day and, yeah. and I think I was gnawing on my fingers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us here. Uh, for those that are listening or watching, um, where can they follow your company? Where can they follow you? Yeah. You know. So we are on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and okay. YouTube. It's all Plateau Excavation. Okay. So at Plateau Excavation. Um, if you want to follow me personally on LinkedIn, I like to post some helpful tips and tricks or I'm always willing, you know, if you message me and you just, how do I get in the industry or, yeah. you know, what's the, the best way to build a marketing portfolio for this industry or whatever it is, I'm happy to, to help. So. And where do they follow you on LinkedIn? Uh, Aria Morgan. Aria Morgan. Yes. Okay. Yes. So last thing here as we close, what's your motivation to those who are listening? What is your encouragement to them? My encouragement is... You know, the sky is the limit. Yeah. Really, yeah. it's ask questions, learn. Um, every day I learn something. And and I think the more you ask questions and the more you invest in each other, yeah. the the more you have success in your role, no matter what your career is. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. So <clears throat> find a company that culture matters, yep. that people matter. And a company that <clears throat> you fit their culture. Yeah, you might... You want a company that you fit their culture. Yes. And that's the other reason why it's so important for companies to promote their culture so people know. Exactly. Actually saves you a ton of money in the hiring process. If they know your culture, like, that's not me, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't want them, and they don't want to be there. Yeah. And so why not find that out sooner? Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. I mean, we all like being with each other, but I know some people would rather just work and go home. They, yeah. they, don't, they don't want the yeah. family, you know, so it's finding a culture fit that works. You know, that works for, for you. Yeah. Absolutely. So find a good culture. Be prepared, she says. Yes. Be prepared and uh, ask questions. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. All hey, right. I really appreciate you stepping up to the line. Um, that's what we say here. You know, we want to encourage you to step up to the line. And so I am challenging you. If you're listening, watching, I don't know what else you could do. We, we do not publish this in Braille. But <laughs> if, you're, if you're out there and you're in the trades, Step up to the line and invest in promoting the trades to the next generation. And if you're not, step up to the line and ask some questions. Find out if this might be for you. So have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right.